Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Cast Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Outcast Shark Sharks from the South Park Cast. Sharks from the South Park Cast. Podcast Shark Pod Shark Park Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Podcast Shark of the Podcast Shark. Podcast Shark. Pod. South Park Podcast Shark. South Park and South Park Podcast Shark Fun Podcast Fun Podcast Podcast Shark Shark Fun The South Park Podcast Shark Fun episode of Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill. And this is going to be an interesting episode this week because uh, the episode that's going to be discussed, or I'm going to talk about, is Fun with Veal. And I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, Also, this week, got a special, and I do mean special, top 10 South Park list. 
and this is one I've actually wanted to do for a long time, so um, when we get to that uh, a little later on, you guys will know why I wanted to do this. Um, so yeah, Baby Cows, that's the name of the episode, uh, or that's not the name of the episode, but yeah, this is the topic, Baby Cows. Um, I mean, we all eat meat, or most of us eat meat, I shouldn't say all, um, This is, an, this is a very good episode. I'll say that right off the bat. It's a very good episode, but it's also an interesting episode. So, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into this week's episode, which is Fun with Veal. The episode originally aired on March 27th, 2002, was written and directed by Trey Parker. So we begin this episode on a field trip. Yay! We get to go on a field trip. We get to go on a field trip. No, uh, we actually get to go to a farm, and we meet the local farmer, and he talks about his cattle farm, and how, um, you know, and how they process these cows to become the food that we eat. So during uh, this showing they actually show a couple cows getting beheaded and blood just comes right on to the kids and miss chokes on dick which is a little disgusting okay it's not a little disgusting it is disgusting but um but you know they're just a little they're surprised and then the the farmer offers them uh, a free sample of cow meat, which Cartman takes um, right away. So then they go to another part of the farm, and they talk. Or, and the farmer talks about veal. So he opens the door, and we see these poor, innocent baby cows that are chained up and they're on the ground they're just lying there and they have the these puppy-eyed look that it's like oh it's the you know they're like the saddest things i can't imagine so stan realizes what veal is because he he, he eats veal or he has eaten veal uh veal the veal 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 you can imagine how much fun this is going to be me talking about this. Uh, anyway, so Cartman then asks if he could get a free sample of the cows, and the farmer's like, no, because... And he explains what he does with the veal, or with the baby cows. They don't have them with the regular cows. They keep them in here. They really don't feed them and they chain them up and then they just take them and kill them and make them into veal um so stan gets you know sad about this and he's just surprised about that this actually happens so that night stan decides that he's gonna go save those baby cows so he, Kyle, and Butters go to Cartman's room. Now, now, Cartman is asleep at this point. 
Um, and they wake him up and they explain that, you know, they're going to go save these baby cows before they get chopped up, murdered, and become veal. And at first, Carmen's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going. And Stan convinces Cartman that, you know, if it was something that you wanted to do, we would help you. So Cartman begrudgingly agrees to do it, but on one condition. And the condition is that Kyle has to kiss his black ass, which is is funny. It, it's actually funny that he would say that. So Cartman pulls his pants down. Kyle, par, pardon me. Kyle goes up. He's getting there. He's getting in there, and it just when he's about to kiss Cartman's ass, he farts right on him, and it's such a good scene. I, you don't expect that to be the payoff, or at least I didn't think it was going to be the payoff. Um, but it's a that was a very good scene. So the reason why they had convinced Cartman to come is because they wanted to use his Mission Impossible Breaking and Entering playset, which, as they're on the top, as they're on the roof of uh, the area where the baby cows are, Cartman reads on the box, not to be used for breaking and entering into places. Very funny. So, uh, Stan does his best Tom Cruise impersonation, goes down the hole, and he gets into the into the room, and he frees one of the cows, and he's like, "Go, you're free." Well, the you know the the you know the cows aren't moving, so they decide, okay, we're gonna have to carry these cows. We're gonna have to take them. So Stan carries about two or three cows. Kyle carries two or three cows. Butters carries two or three cows. Cartman. As only Cartman can do, decides to slide the cows in the snow, and he calls it cow curling. It is so funny. It is absolutely bad. It's just a funny, bad scene. <laughs> you know, here are these innocent baby cows that are weak as possible, and he just slides them around. Oh, it's cow curling. So the next morning... Um, so the next morning, Officer Barbrady comes to, or actually, no, hold on. The next morning, we see the boys in Stan's room with 32 baby cows, and they're, you know, he's take, they're all taking care of them, and they've actually, well, no, they haven't barricaded themselves yet. I, I got a little bit ahead. So, the door is, the door is knocked, and Sharon opens it, and it's Officer Barbrady with the farmer. And, you know, they tell them that we believe your son has taken, you know, this person's cows. Now, Shelly wants to kick Stan's ass, but the mom's like, no, I'm, no, hold on now a minute. Hold on a minute. So, how did they discover that it went all the way to their house? Well, the farmer followed the cow curling tracks. Yes! Um, so, they go upstairs... They open the door, and here's Stan and the gang with 32 baby cows. And, you know, Shelly wants to kick Stan's ass, but it's not happening. So they try to convince Stan to, you know, let the farmer have his babies because technically it is true that 
he did they did steal his property however stan is you know against it they're not he's not gonna let them take these cows and kill them so what they, what he does is he ends up closing the door and then he barricades himself and the guys in the in his room and because of this they now have you know it, it's like a minor excuse me it's a minor hostage situation but you know in this case stan is protecting these baby cows so sharon then gathers kyle's parents butter's parents and cartman's mom and explains to them what's going on so sheila thinks all right i got this kyle's gonna fall in five seconds so she knocks on the door and she you know tries to get kyle to come out but kyle doesn't budge one bit so then butter's dad comes and he tries to get butters to open the door but the guys convince butters not to say anything and they stand their ground meanwhile cartman's mom is a little worried that these guys won't be eating anything but they're like you gotta stand your ground so each group has a scene where it's like this is a test of will we have to stand our ground we cannot let up we can't let the other ones go so the next morning or the next day we see that a bunch of hippies are sitting in front of stan's house and they're protesting with them and singing about how they're protecting the cows and you know they're saving the animals and it, it's so good because cartman is so upset he's like oh no it's hippies cartman hates hippies if you don't remember so then we see that a basket of food gets brought into their room and we see that cartman's mom is the one who delivers them this basket of food and you know the boys are all right they're happy about it they're eating the food uh there's fried chicken there's beef jerky at one point cartman offers one of the baby cows a beef jerky which uh i, I think there's a little bit of cannibalism i think there but i'm not really sure but stan has these two apples and he just starts eating the apples because he's not going to cave in so for a while we get this really good back and forth scene and you get to you get to start seeing you know how long this is gone it's like 64 hours 82 hours and then we get this one scene and it's pretty good this is a very good scene where the news people are at the house and you know they're reporting on the news and you know they're getting comments from some of the different people and then they say, wait a minute, this just in, this story is not very important and we will not be covering it. So now we present dogs of the world. And then we get like a 45 second video of these different dogs from around the world. And the boys are watching it. Stan's upset because, you know, their, their message is being taken away. 
And Butters is like, oh, I like the Chinese one the best. Referring to the dogs. So, this is going on. And it gets to the point where now the FBI is coming in. Because the four guys, the four kids are being considered terrorists for, you know, having these cows. So the FBI takes over and we get a negotiator. And this goes into the best part of this entire episode. I mean, this is the absolute best part. So at first, Stan is the one who takes the call, talking to the negotiator. And Cartman decides, you know what? No, I'm doing this. I am taking over the negotiation process. So Cartman gives these different demands. So the first thing that he demands is a crate full of guns and ammunition. And you know what? My God, he gets the crate of guns and ammunition. But in return, they had to give up a calf. So, then, the next thing we see is that Cartman is try, or, you know, the, the negotiator is trying to be tricking him because they now want two baby cows in exchange for, you know, the guns and the ammunition. Well, Cartman doesn't fall for it. The very next second or two seconds after that, they get a rocket. They they basically get a missile as part of a negotiation for this. And then apparently Cartman also tried to get North and South Dakota, but they couldn't do that. Okay, I, I got to be honest, um, and I'm going to go a little off topic real quick. Um... I, I did mention a few weeks ago that I was sick, and um, one of the things, and I'm going to admit this, and this is actually something I'm going to recommend to everyone that you do if you get the opportunity. When I'm sick, like I was, I will go onto YouTube. Um, not basically, I mean, you could do it on your computer if you want, but if you have like, you know, your Xbox or your PlayStation 4 or, you know, you have like a smart TV or a Roku device or, you know, one of the, one of those things. If you get the YouTube, um, you know, selection on there, type in Siskel and Ebert. I know you're wondering, where is this going? Well, I'm going to explain. Because there are times where when I am really sick and I don't want to do anything, I will watch Siskel and Ebert reviews of these different movies from when they were on TV. I don't know why I do it. I mean, I used to watch Siskel and Ebert when I was a kid. Um, not every week because the times would always change. I, I remember that. But, you know... I, this is something that I would do, is I would watch these old Cisco and Ebert reviews, and it would be of different movies. It would be famous movies, movies that would be bad, movies that I knew would be, you know, destroyed by these guys. And it's so fun to watch. Um, so if you're ever sick, uh, I recommend watching Cisco and Ebert reviews on, um, on YouTube. And if you watch, because there are some where you get the whole episode. If you watch 
the episode of Siskel and Ebert where they pay tribute to Gene Siskel. There's one commercial for South Dakota. Visit South Dakota! And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sick and I'm still thinking to myself, why are you doing a commercial for South Dakota? Their, their commercial should have been, South Dakota, we have Mount Rushmore, and that's it. I, I just had to get that out of there. I just had to tell that story because of South Dakota. So now, at this point, uh, the negotiator admits that he is terrible. He sucks. And I think it's pretty easy to to have seen that. So now, we have gotten into this situation where they have had the FDA change the name for from veal to tortured baby cow remember that when we get back to that or to that in a little bit so after that they have agreed for a cattle truck to come but there's a catch the cattle truck has to be driven by actor Michael Dorn. And Michael Dorn has to be in full makeup as his character, Worf, from Star Trek The Next Generation. And as we see Michael Dorn as Worf, he is wearing his Pasadena City College shirt. And when I get into the notes, there's a funny reason why that happened. Um, so... They agree, you know, they agree to this. Cartman comes out and the hippies are cheering him and Carver's like, shut up. So they back, they back the truck to where the boys can put the baby cows in the back of the truck. And the deal is that, you know, this truck's going to go to Mexico and they're going to let the cows go free. So Cartman gets in the front of the truck. He gets into the passenger seat. And during this time, he another thing that was was demanded by Carmen, but they didn't say it at the time, was that Dorn had to refer to Cartman as captain in every sentence he says, which is absolutely funny. So Butters and Kyle are in the back. Kyle, or Stan is there too, but Stan is starting to get very very sick he's starting to get these um you know start starting to get these rashes on his face so they're driving and then all of a sudden the the truck stops the truck stops and these balloons come up from underneath and the boys had been you know they'd been tricked so they all go out of the truck and Doran is like, can I just go now? I mean, I'm not really a part of this. Can I just go? So Stan thinks that, you know, he's lost this battle. That, you know, all these baby cows are going to get killed. They're going to be eaten. However, as it turns out, because the FDA changed the name of Veal to Tortured Baby Cow, the stock for veal now tortured baby cow has gone down 
considerably and that no one will want to take them. So, in a way, the boys have won. The cows are now free. They can roam around with the bigger cows. So as they're celebrating, Stan is out. He's unconscious. And then we go to the hospital and... Excuse me. And it's a good thing that they got Stan to the hospital as they did or else there was a good possibility that he would have died. So the doctor explains... That what Stan ended up having was vaginitis, and that's what the sores were on his face were vaginas. So basically, he was becoming, as the doctor said, he was turning into a giant pussy. So after that, Kyle's parents ground Kyle, Butter's parents ground Butters. We think that Stan is going to be grounded for this, but before they get grounded. They all go to get burgers. Yay! And that's the end of the episode, Fun with Veal. Alright, here... Now I'm going to get into my thoughts on this episode. This is a very, very, very good episode. Um, this is, you know, just... This is right now the best episode of this season. Um, there's a long way to go, but this is a really good episode. There's one joke in this episode that I completely forgot to talk about. And it's so good, and I'm looking at the notes now. Um, they had they asked Butters to, you know, to help the calves. So he ends up bringing uh, the Suzanne Summers calf exerciser. <laughs> And they're just like, Butters, you are so damn stupid. Um, but no, this is a very good episode. Um, you don't hear much as far as Trey and Matt go about, you know, the whole, you know, what they eat, what they shouldn't eat. Because if you remember going all the way back to season three with the very first episode, with the with the Rainforest episode, when Trey Parker went on that trip and he was just so miserable that he made that episode where they made fun of the Rainforest, here there's no bad experience, or at least there's no bad experience to talk about. Um, so this is a very good episode. I think it has a very good message. So I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. This is a very good episode. I think this is one of the more underrated South Park episodes. Um, maybe of all time. That's how good this episode is. It's that good of an episode. I really, really recommend it. Okay, so where did the idea of this episode come from? Well, Trey and Matt are both confirm or confirmed carnivores but veal is pretty much where they draw the line trey parker said i don't eat babies uh other quick notes in the dvd commentary the creators said they wanted to balance their message of eat meat but don't eat baby animals randy marsh compared the boys to little john walkers this is meant as a reference to john walker lynn an american who fought for the taliban he would end up being caught. 
Michael Dorn, as we talked about earlier, is famous for playing Lieutenant Commander Worf on Star Trek The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine. Remember when I talked about how he's wearing his Pasadena City College sweatshirt? Well, that's his alma mater. Uh, that's where the, that's where he went to college, believe it or not. After this episode aired, Dorn revealed that he's in fact a fan of this show and would have provided his own voice for the episode had he been asked. And Dorn himself is a, ve is a vegan. Oh my god. Could you imagine if Michael Dorn had done this episode? Oh my gosh, this would have been great. Uh, one other note. Uh, this episode got a TVMA rating, which pretty much all South Park episodes do. However, in the syndicated uh, version of this episode, it got a TV-14 rating. So, now let's get to IMDB and let's see how everybody rated this episode. Of 1,329 uh, people who rated this episode, the average rating is an 8.1 out of 10. To break it down, 264 people gave this a 10, 212 people gave this a 9, that's what I'm giving this episode. 449 people gave this an 8, and 19 people gave this episode a 1. I don't know why there's a 1 in this one. Um, anyway, to break it down a little bit further, over a thousand males have voted in this um, episode, or on this episode, and the average rating from all males is an 8 out of 10. Meanwhile, of the 88 females that voted on this, the average rating of this episode is an 8.4 out of 10. So, again, and this has been the case lately, the females are showing more support on South Park than the men do. Okay, got two reviews on IMDb gonna bring up right now. Uh, the first one is from Gangsta Hippie. And Gangsta Hippie wrote, This is one of those episodes I liked more the second time around. I remember watching it a while back and thinking it was just okay. I watched it again today and found it to be a great episode. It has some hilarious moments, but also some heart. The boys go on a field trip to a cattle ranch where they see cute baby veal. They find out that they are about to be slaughtered. They feel bad for them, so they decide to break in and take all the veals and protect them. This starts a 200-hour-long standoff with the police, FBI, and the boys' parents. There are some hilarious moments in this episode, but it also shows that the boys have some heart. Overall, a great episode. Could not agree more. Raindog Jr. wrote, Stan, Kyle, and Butters know they just must help a bunch of extremely cute, their eyes. Oh god, their eyes. Oh my lord. They're, they were like the biggest puppy eyes you'd ever seen. And they weren't even puppies. Uh, baby cows that will become available veal. Cartman's just waiting. Quite soon. And when the boys save with the help of Cartman's Mission Impossible toy set, the baby cows... Or, yeah, the boys save the baby cows. What's next? What are they going to do with 23 baby cows? What are they going to do with when the redneck, I mean rancher, asks to the police for his baby cows? 
Well, they will fight. They will stay in Stan's room with the cows until they get a guarantee that the cows will live. And it's certainly a difficult fight. They will be starving until Mrs. Cartman, yes, Cartman will also be there, will bring them food, meat including. So there another stage of this episode will begin. This is when we have on one hand the kids who will not stop eating meat, who are there fighting just for those cows, Cartman, obviously, Kyle and Butters. And on the other hand, well, we have Stan. He won't eat meat again. Soon the FBI will be there to stop the terrorists. The negotiator will be giving weapons, a missile, the announcement that the word veal was officially changed to little tortured baby cow, and finally the guy that plays Mr. Worf on Star Trek in full makeup to drive a truck that will take them to the airport where they will take a flight to Mexico to the kids. Cartman effing rocks negotiating. This is a great episode. Bizarre, hilarious, you must see it to find out what happens to Stan for Stop Eating Meat. 9.5 out of 10. Something from Trey and Matt's mini-commentary. This is a really funny, worth-hearing worth commentary. The only PETA thing that ever worked on Stone is Veal. He and Parker are big carnivores, but Parker has a rule. He doesn't eat babies. No lamb, no veal. Stone is like is totally inconsistent with the rest of my eating. I eat lamb. And it's quite funny since Trey is like, they're little babies too. Pretty darn cute. And they also talk about how the episode was going in the direction of being totally anti-eating meat. There stands, you can eat meat, just maybe don't eat babies. Well, like I said, this was a really, really good episode. Um definitely would recommend this episode to anyone that probably has never watched South Park and think it's all, you know, fart jokes and all that. I mean, yeah, there is a fart joke, but there is a little bit of heart in this episode in protecting the baby cows. Okay, so uh, if you did not catch in the beginning of this episode, I did say there was a very special South Park Top 10 this week. And like I said, this is one that I've wanted to do for quite a long time and I figured you know what while I have this opportunity why don't I just do it this week so uh for those of you who don't know I I am a fan of the nostalgia critic I am uh, I try to watch as much of his videos as I can and about four and a half years ago almost five years ago he did a top 11 South Park episodes list why 11 because he likes to go one step further so, for this week's top 10, I am doing the Nostalgia Critics Top 11 South Park Episodes. This list, or this video, I should say, of the list, originally aired on April 30th, 2013. So, you pretty much know by this point that the last five seasons of South Park are not going to be on this list at all. Like I said, this is from 2013. So, I'm going to go through the list, give my thoughts on it, and of course this is his list, so I'm just going to give my thoughts on the episodes if I think it's good or not good. There are some episodes that I have yet to do, so this may be a little cheating of what's to come. So, let's get into it. Number 11, Christian Hard Rock. Oh my god, this is such a good episode. I love 
this episode. Um, without giving much spoilers away, Cartman creates a Christian rock band and they end up becoming one of the biggest groups in the world. Meanwhile, Kyle and his band, um, they're trying to protect the music. It's just a very funny episode. It's very, very good. There's nothing bad about this episode whatsoever. And if you think there is, I think you're wrong. Number 10. Britney's new look. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, um, I did a list of the top 10 South Park jokes that might have gone a little too far. And uh, one of them was Britney shooting herself and then becoming this disformed figure. And that's basically what it is. Um, I don't know how I feel about this episode. I... I, I like the message in that, you know, we as a society should back off on celebrities and should, you know, not follow their every step, their every move. Uh, I think it's a bit ridiculous. I mean, I was talking with somebody today, you know, as, you know, when we were, or as we're recording this, and, you know, we're talking about uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West naming their kid Chicago. Who names their kid Chicago? It's just a dumb name. Come on, you could have done better. You just could have done better. So much better. Better, 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 better. Better, better, better. Better, better, better. Alright. Uh, number nine canceled all right this is an episode i think it's season seven that's going to be coming up um this year so you know i'll get to talk more about this episode but the whole idea of earth being its own reality tv show and just being canceled and that the world would just blow up because the ratings aren't doing good on a on a you know on another planet i think that's a very funny very interesting idea uh i've actually been i've always been a fan of this episode this is always i've always thought of this as a good episode so um it'll be interesting to see how i you know when i watch this episode again this year how i actually feel about canceled number eight chin pokemon Oh, this is such a good episode. Uh, this was from... Oh, God. Was it season three? I think it was season three. Yeah, it was season three. They just ripped Pokemon apart, and it was so damn funny. It just really was. Um, that's going to be an episode that I recommend everyone go check out. Because it's all about fads and, you know, how fads can just be in your life but if you take things too seriously you know you have this crazy obsession so now we get to number seven and number seven on this list is good times with weapons this was the season eight premiere i believe uh this this is a good episode because you know it's like first off 
who in their right mind would let a bunch of eight-year-old kids have, you know, nunchucks and stars and all these other weapons? You know, it's just so good. It's just a really good episode. Um, if you think about it, in a way, it's almost like a tribute to the animes that have been on TV before and have been on TV since. So, if you think about, you know, like when you watch the animation, it is like that. It's sort of like a tribute to anime. Number six. Make love, not Warcraft. Uh, you know what? I just recently saw this episode uh, when it aired on Comedy Central. I instantly fell in love with this episode. This is, to me, an all-time classic South Park episode. It is just absolutely great. Um, this might be one of their greatest episodes that they've ever done. That's how good this episode is. I mean, it's probably one of those episodes where... If it pops up, I will probably watch it over and over and over again. That's how good this episode really is. And I don't know too many people that don't like it. That's how good that episode is. That not too many people probably don't like it. Number five, The Passion of the Jew. Oh boy, I can't wait to get to this episode uh, when we do, or when I do in the season eight. Because... The whole Passion of the Christ thing was such a big deal at the time, and it ended up becoming the highest-grossing R-rated movie of all time, which, you know, I think part of it is because of, you know, what the, you know, what the, what the hype of the movie was about, and, and I'll be honest, I, I saw a little bit of it when I was on vacation once, Honestly, I didn't get the whole deal with this movie. I really didn't. I mean, I understand what the premise is. I understand what they're, you know, what Mel Gibson's trying to do, but it's really not I couldn't really go through with that movie. I honestly could not. So, um love the episode though. Number 4. The Coon Trilogy. Okay, this is probably a little bit cheating on Nostalgia Critics' part because it's the whole trilogy. Um, but the whole idea of Coon and Friends and these, you know, the kids as different superheroes is so good. I almost did um, a, a top 10 of the, the stuff in the video game, the Fractured But Whole. Um, but, you know... This, the whole idea is really good, um, because it's like, Cartman begins as a superhero, then he sort of becomes a villain, but then he thinks in his mind that he's a superhero, when he might actually be a supervillain. It's just so good. It's just really, really good. Um, this is another one I can't wait to get into when the time comes. Uh, that's gonna be very, very fun to discuss. Number three... Woodland Critters Christmas. Oh, boy. Okay. Every... Every Christmas episode that uh, this podcast has done, for the majority of them up to this point, they've been really, really good. I mean, Fro and I, we've given them really good ratings. 
I think when we get to this episode, this is going to be one that's going to get another high rating. That's what I think. This is one of the funniest episodes South Park's ever done. I mean, ever done. Um, I don't see why families shouldn't get together every Christmas and watch this episode. I mean, it's an all-time Christmas classic. Oh, boy, I, I will never win that argument, won't I? <laughs> Number two, all about Mormons. Uh, well, you know, with the whole... You know, basically from the beginning, they've been making fun of Mormons, and then you have the, the, the Broadway hit, The Book of Mormons, and... I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up becoming a motion picture in the near future. I haven't heard anything if it has or if it's going to be or not. Um, I just remember, you know, them telling the story of Joseph Smith. That's all I remember. Other than that, um, I can't really say too much about this. So, excuse me. And... The number one South Park episode, according to Nostalgia Critic, is Osama Bin Laden Has Farty Pants. Now, I had discussed this um, when I reviewed that episode last year. And I had mentioned that, you know, this is his number one because of everything that happened, you know, post 9-11 and... All the, you know, all the bad stuff that was going on at the time. All the scares, all the worries going on. And, you know, that episode is so good. That's the only episode from season 5 that I gave a 10. Because season 5, I like I said, I felt it was a mixed bag. It was just a complete mixed bag. You had good episodes, you had bad episodes, you had good episodes, you had bad episodes. But... This one just hits it out of the park. It's a home run. I mean, the jokes are great. The commentary is very good if you watch it. And, you know, in that time, if you think about it, South Park was a show that people probably needed to get laughs from. You'd ne you, would never, you would never think, you know, South Park, we need to get laughs from South Park, but really did happen and that's why it's a very good episode it's just a great great episode to watch so that is uh this week's special top 10 uh south park top 10 and like i said i wanted i wanted to do this one for a long long time so i'm glad that i was able to do it this week Alright, let's wrap it up for this week's episode. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. You can join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. Just type that in, you're right there. And if for some reason you can't find us, click on the link in the description box and you are right there. And don't forget to visit my Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcasts, where you can help in donations and help support not only this episode, but many other episodes, or not, I mean podcasts, not episodes, podcasts that I do as well. Next week, uh, an interesting episode, to say the least, as I will be reviewing the episode, The New 
Terrence and Philip movie trailer. Let's see how that one is. I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time, but um, there's going to be a lot of fighting around the world, mate. <laughs> I think you guys know where I'm going with that. Uh, everybody have a good uh, have a good week, and I'll talk to you guys again next week right here on Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. <laughs>